0: This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 134, with Nick Raithel.
1: Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher.
0: Hello everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today and in today's show we're going to look at a very powerful marketing strategy using a book to spread your word and share your message with the world. My guest today is Nick Rathiel. Nick is the creator of the 7-Hour Book his proven system allows any investor or entrepreneur to get their own professionally published book while spending only seven hours of their time on it. With a seven-hour book, Nick is on a mission to help investors and entrepreneurs finally get the recognition that they deserve. Time and again, he's seen those in nearly every community with incredible stories and knowledge to share. A book is the ultimate way for them to share their insights and in doing so, generate their own income. It's also an excellent way to redefine yourself and thrive in the new economy. One thing that Nick has found is that there always seems to be no time for these investors and entrepreneurs to write a book. So seeing this challenge for entrepreneurs and investors, Nick combined advanced time management strategies with his own experiences in publishing and marketing. And the result was the seven-hour book, a service that's been delighting clients ever since. Please share your feedback and thoughts with me on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Laupshire or by email at info at And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start or how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at joinopsproperties.com. Globally, coffee is a $90 billion industry and international coffee farms offers a sustainable income opportunity through offshore sustainable agriculture. You can own a parcel of your very own cash-flowing specialty coffee farm in Panama sustainable income through sustainable agriculture. For more information on this income opportunity, you can download your free report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. I've spoken about the most powerful system on the planet on the show, the banking system, and my firm Valhalla Financial helps people reclaim the banking function within their own lives through leveraging the tools and strategies of the wealthy. If you're interested in reclaiming the banking function within your own life and the infinite banking concept, you can email me at info at CashflowNinja.com.
2: Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, MC. It's great to be here.
0: Can you please share a little bit about your background and your journey with my listeners?
2: Absolutely. So to answer the first part of that, my background the creator of what we call the Seven Hour Book, which is a book publishing and marketing platform. With respect to that, the process leading up to it really began when I got interested in time management secrets, ways to kind of become a time management ninja, if you will, uh, and really started to think as well about ways to generate not only for myself, but for other people, ways to generate extra income, extra cash flows, and really to thrive and be competitive in this new economy.
0: And you've mentioned time management. And I'm intrigued already about that because I'm always trying to improve my efficiency because we only have 24 hours in a day. Um, And time and money are are two uh, great resources. The one is is definitely finite. Uh, The one could be infinite. Can you share a couple of uh, time management ninja tricks with my listeners?
2: I'd be happy to. One of the tips that comes to mind right off the top of my head is a unique time management app, if you will, that I guarantee we all know. It's available to all of us, and it's actually more useful than nearly anything you can find on the App Store. What that app, and I say app and it's in quotes, is for your listeners who are wondering, it's an egg timer. Get a simple egg timer. You can buy one at a convenience store, maybe even at a dollar store. Get that egg timer and time relentlessly tasks when you're working or even in daily life. If you go to the shopping mall, for example, and you know hey you have a general sense of what you're going to buy or of the fact that maybe you have other things to do that day, simply time give yourself a set amount of time to be at that mall and know that when that timer rings, you're leaving. So that really helps you to stay focused in a situation such as that. So I think MC, that would certainly be a little bit of time management for your ninjas. You've
0: mentioned the seven hour book. Let's talk about books uh, as a marketing tool. Uh, Why would you suggest that somebody look at uh, writing a book to market themselves and their services out there in this information
2: age and in this global marketplace. I think an immediate reason is so that you can you can generate a cash flow. And when I say cash flow, we're not talking necessarily about just selling copies of a book. That certainly is something that a lot of listeners out there might think of when they hear the idea of a book, think of being a best-selling author or selling loads and loads of copies of books. But the truth is, doing a book is really more of a ninja move in the sense that it's not just about selling a single copy of a book or selling copies, period. It's really about outmaneuvering, out, uh, outlasting, as they say on the television show Survivor, outwitting outlasting and outplaying other people in your niche, in your business field, and even other professionals around you, and really setting yourself up with a book for more opportunities in the future, whether that's something like speaking, whether it's something like being on a great podcast like this one, or it's just other kind of opportunities that you can think of and that you'll attract with your book.
0: Let's talk about the seven-hour book. Uh, Can you share a little bit more information about what it is that you do and what value you
2: provide to the marketplace? With respect to the seven-hour book, what it is, it's a system for creating and really getting your own professionally published book with just seven hours of your time. Now, unpacking that a little bit, The system itself works over seven Skype calls. So to any of the listeners on the show, the way we do it is working with aspiring authors over a total of seven one-hour Skype calls where we do the book, we help them to get their ideas out, we coordinate everything with respect to marketing, publishing, really getting it out there, and it only takes seven hours of their time.
0: So you consult with them over Skype and they provide you the content for the book. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the process. So you gather all this information in the seven uh, calls, or seven hours that you have with a prospective client. Uh, do you kind of like break it down for them beforehand to exactly what goes into each call? Uh, and what you're looking for and just overall kind of like where all the, the the moving pieces fit in, because I'm just thinking for myself, right? If I was to able to do this, there's a lot of ideas that come to mind, but uh, we kind of have to have to have kind of a sequence down. So is there coaching involved with that? And then how do you guys process the information and what goes on after that? Is there further research into the, the topic or the niche that this, uh, the, this client of yours operates in. Um, yeah, share a little bit about just the, the process after those calls and also just how you guys structure it and what content goes into a, what call.
2: Certainly. Well, in terms of structuring, in terms of, as you said, MC, the research, the background, all of that on our end takes a lot more than seven hours. The beauty, though, of our system is that it allows the people we're working with to only personally on their end spend a total of seven hours, with the idea being that investment professionals, business owners, and other people today, busy professionals really, don't have time to be doing this. So that's that's kind of the essence of the background work we're doing that's only requiring uh, seven hours of the person's time, but we're spending a lot more. Now, in terms of the lot more quotes that we're doing on our end with the research, yeah, I mean, you mentioned, are we digging in and really exploring more in depth? Absolutely. We really take pride in helping people to get their ideas out and then digging into those ideas so that they almost, well, I think a good way to think of it might be that people we work with, some of them almost feel like we know their business in some cases as well as they do because we research it in depth and we think critically about this as opposed to just taking them at face value in terms of exactly what's said and not really helping them to interpret it further.
0: And then you publish the book is published and then obviously the biggest part of it is getting the book out there, right? Because- how do we market this? Um, what are, do you guys assist with that? Are there some strategies that you can share uh, about how to get your book out and how to get it in front of as, as many eyes as you can? Yes,
2: on both of those accounts, yes. First, we absolutely do help with marketing. In fact, that really is, MC, one of the things that makes us radically different from a ghostwriting service. We are not, to be clear, a ghostwriting service, at least not one in the traditional sense. We're much more efficient and we're also focused on the fact that the book has to get results for the people we're working with. In terms of getting those results, we do that with the marketing. So let's talk a little bit then about the marketing. Strategies for your listeners, strategies that we employ as well are first and foremost, to start off with even thinking, why do you want a book in the first place? A lot of the people who we're talking to, a lot of the people who we're working with, they they need to get clear in the beginning on why they want a book, because if they don't have that, we really can't help them. So that's one of the things we totally help people with. And one of the things as well, I think to anybody listening to this, Cash Flow Ninja right now, I would encourage them, if they're thinking about a book, to really question, why do I want a book? What is the result? Is it just to have a book? Because there's definitely some merit in that. Is there also an issue of doing something for your business with the book? Are you looking to speak more? Why do you want a book? Because once you answer that question, then the rest of the book, especially the marketing, really falls into place then you know which specific marketing strategies are applicable, which ones are not applicable, and you can really go from there.
0: That's interesting, and I'll use myself now as a test case for you. (laughs) So, uh, for instance, I would say one of the reasons that if I would like to, to, that I want to do a book is I wanted to get my ideas out there because a lot of the ideas that's shared on the show is a little bit contrarian to all of the other, uh, more traditional, I guess, and quote unquote mainstream ideas that are out there. So it's a little bit way, a different way of looking at things and it's a completely different mindset. So that would be, that would be the first, the first, uh, the first goal is to share how I think, uh, what I'm seeing out there, um, and what I see going on in the financial services industry, um, and as as well as the the wealth management and wealth planning industry, and then also then establish myself as someone that uh, does provide a, a value to others, and this is you know through empowering themselves through financial education, obviously. Um, and then, coaching them as they set and structure their wealth plan, so that 's kind of the, the the reasons that I would put a book together is first get my message out there and secondly, obviously uh, drive traffic for my business and my what my wealth management firm. What are some of the channels that you would advise uh, some, uh, someone like me to then look at for marketing uh, at this, this book um, and some of the areas that, you, that I would need to target in reaching as many people as I
2: can? I think an immediate area of getting the book out there, getting the word out, is having an email list. They say in marketing circles, quote, the money is in the list. With respect to a book, that is very true. You really can just leverage your email list quite well in getting the word out. Another one, which I think is also very important and also is, in many cases, overlooked, would be Facebook ads. Facebook ads are not AdWords in terms of the pricing or in terms of just the overall broad nature that AdWords sometimes is. So if you are looking to target niches, such as, in your case, MC, people who are interested in going against the grain, so to speak, on protecting wealth, generating income, people interested in alternate ways of thinking, as you said, contrarian views, Facebook ads would be an excellent way to tap into those niches. The thing too with Facebook ads is that because they are based in Facebook, you can get a much deeper audience than you can in AdWords, than you can in LinkedIn ads, and in any of those other mediums, because Facebook really is tapped into the pulse of its users. If you're going to do Facebook ads as well, The sky is kind of the limit in terms of the types of people you can target. And I think it would probably be best to describe just what you can do in terms of segmenting, targeting, and reaching audiences for a book or for other products you have. It would really be best to sum that up with the term ninja, which, again, I I know is important for the show is a phrase that uh, your listeners probably hear a lot with this. But really, Facebook ads, you can be a complete ninja in reaching markets because it's just incredible. The number of moves you can do, the ways you can sort of metaphorically leap around. It's unbelievable.
0: Targeting is quite amazing what Facebook ad? The other thing that comes to mind when we're talking about a book and getting a book out there and marketing a book, too, is um, I've seen it done by, by by a couple of people now, is they don't necessarily sell the book. This is also, this is, this is almost essentially like a new form of a business card. Uh, number one and number two. If you're putting the book, for instance, up on Amazon, Amazon is one of the biggest search engines out there. So if somebody's looking into, say, for instance, you staying on on the example that we were talking about, and, and uh, my wealth management firm, and um, a little bit contrarian thinking and uh, how people can build and grow their wealth and protect their wealth, is uh, one th- one thing that uh, that definitely comes to mind is. Number one, it's, as I mentioned, the the, the business card. You're getting your content and your name uh, in the hands of, of someone else. But then also the search engines because you go to Google and then you go to Amazon is also a natural one. And then you go to YouTube, right?
2: Absolutely. You really hit the nail on the head, so to speak, with the idea of a book being the new business card. For anyone listening to this, a good way to think about that would be just think about the last time you got a book from a wealth manager or a business owner, just someone gave you their business book. Or if you've seen business books that other people have, those books don't get thrown away. I mean, when was the last time anyone listening to this or even you MC, when was the last time you threw a book away? It just doesn't happen. Does it? Right. So it's the same thing with, Having a book as your business card, because if you're giving someone a book, they're not going to throw it away. It'll sit on their bookshelf, or if it's an ebook, it will be in their computer, in their files that they'll see. They're not really going to lose it in the same way as a business card. Your book, you know, if they leave it out in the rain, that's one thing, but your book's probably going to stay in good shape, unlike a business card, which gets torn, gets ripped, is still coffee on it. So it really is yeah this business card that they don't throw away and it lingers and ultimately attracts opportunities to you that you're not even you're not even expecting. What I mean by that to clarify that a little bit having a book out there whether it's as you were saying MC on Amazon on these platforms that function almost as search engines in themselves. Or whether you have it on your website, people find it who you never would expect to find it. That could be a conference organizer of some event you've never heard of, but that's very relevant to you. Or it could be a new lead for your business who you would never have even thought to look for them in a particular place, in a particular geography. They find the book. All these opportunities come to you. It's sort of, you know, to use an analogy, it's sort of like a book is this content boomerang that you throw out. You throw it out there. You have a general sense of where it's going. But the air, the air pressure, swings it around. And it comes back with things and prospects that you have never anticipated, but that you really, many times, really are thankful came your way.
0: You're listening to Nick Raithel on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. International Coffee Farms is a real estate based specialty coffee farm ownership opportunity. You can own deeded, half acre parcels in title, already operating specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama. They are turnkey managed professionally on your behalf by a team of local experts with sustainable average income of 12% and with cash flow beginning in 12 to 15 months from the date of your parcel ownership. International Coffee Farm's mission is to own and operate specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama that are economically, environmentally and socially sustainable. As part of this mission, 20% of the gross profits of each farm goes towards a socially sustainable fund to improve the lives of the coffee Farm workers and their families. International Coffee Farms currently owns and operates eight specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama with parcels available for immediate ownership. To find out how you can become a parcel owner, you can download your free income opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. You're listening to Nick Raythel on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and now back to our interview. Yeah, I'm just thinking of an example now too um b- when I loved listening to podcasts and before when I considered uh starting my own podcast I went on to a Google did a, did a search John Lee Dumas comes up right entrepreneur on fire I go to Amazon and who's got a book on Amazon about podcasting right there so immediately now I've, I've seen them in two areas already. Then you go on to, to YouTube and it's someone, again, like John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn that comes on, and they're putting out a ton of content on how to uh, start, basically start a podcast, how to get the, the right equipment, the right uh, uh, editing uh, software, and all those different things. So um, immediately there, just in those three, three search engines. I've, I found them in all three, um, and they've provided value for me putting out free content on YouTube. I think one of the books is basically a giveaway on Amazon as well. Um, And also more free content from their website that I found through Google. So (laughs) you need to be in as many places and as easy to find as possible. And this is another avenue that adds that uh, to your visibility and your brand in a way to provide value for other people.
2: Absolutely, it is, and I would actually encourage you, MC, if possible, put the link to uh, Pat Flynn's podcasting course in the uh, show notes here, because it's for anyone who's thought of doing a podcast or getting that kind of content. Pat Flynn does an excellent, excellent job of laying out sort of what equipment to use. John Lee Dumas as well, but Pat Flynn is certainly one of the uh, one of the more insightful guides to doing the podcast. I think that really is something listeners would uh, appreciate.
0: No, absolutely. So uh, that ties into another question that I had because we've now established and spoken about how this is such a powerful marketing tool and getting your message out there, a new uh, business card, so to speak. So a lot of people are still fixated on all these lists, right? Like the New York Times bestseller list and so forth. Can you explain why this is really <laughs> irrelevant uh, uh to this overall strategy and what we're trying to accomplish and do here for your
2: business? Yep, and we can start on that with three words: riches in niches. What I mean by that is that if you have a New York Times bestseller book, who are you who are you Targeting who is the audience? Chances are, and there are exceptions, but chances are, to have a book that sells that many copies, you are going to have to go very broad, or broader than really applies to your core business. To your, as they say, your one thousand true fans. That's a phrase that's popped up on the internet in a lot of internet kind of tech circles, but it's so true. If you Just find your 1,000 true fans, or maybe it's 1,000, but your core customers, and you design your book, your podcast, your other forms of media and content out there solely for the needs and the interests and the wants of that core group, you're going to do a whole lot better, most likely, than targeting that broader group. So coming back to a book, you don't want to have necessarily a New York Times bestselling book because you would have to be too broad, too broad for your market, too broad to really get the kind of niche results you want with that. Also, in terms of the quote New York Times bestseller, this comes back as well to what we're saying about the book being more than just a book. If you're fixated on that, quote, New York Times bestseller, whatever bestseller list you can think of, you really are kind of blinding yourself to all of the other opportunities. And plus, one final word on this with respect to the best-selling stuff, uh, don't want to you know, be too rough on it, but a, quote, Amazon bestseller, there are some very devious ways that uh, people out there have managed to kind of hack that.
0: I have heard about that as well. Same with the New York Times bestseller. Um, there's uh, there's different ways to to get that done, right? <laughs> uh, and many people actually use that. So, but. Let's, uh, let's get down into, uh, the details of I'm listening to this. I'm understanding what value it can have to have a book in my niche, um, and for my business. I'm clear of exactly what I want to accomplish with this. So I reach out to you. Um, there's seven Skype calls that goes into it. Um, how do I, what do I need to get started? And what are some of the costs involved with working with you to, uh,
2: have this book done? Certainly. Well, the, the immediate step would be to visit our website, contentcore.net, c-o-n-t-e-n-t, c-o-r-p-s.net. That would be kind of the first step. Uh, then from there, we would go ahead and get in touch with the person who applied via our site, figure out what a good time to potentially chat with them would be. And I would say go from there, determining if their project was even a fit for our system uh, and really helping them, I think MC as well, helping them to get clear on what we were talking about uh, a little while earlier, which is why do a book? Uh, I, I mean, I will say that I certainly had calls where we talked to someone, we helped them get clear on their idea, and they find, for example, that maybe they just need to run some Facebook ads. Or maybe they want to do something completely different. Maybe they just need to do a white paper. So I think that getting that clarity would probably be the, the first way to get started on this.
0: Uh, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. Uh, Nick, what are you currently studying and what new skill sets are you currently learning?
2: Well, I'm always looking to get better on time management. As UMC pointed out, we only have 24 hours in the day. I think maybe there's someone out there who's managed to find that 25th hour, but uh, I don't know him. I doubt your listeners do. I doubt you do. So I'm always looking to get better on time management, getting more efficient on that. Um, I think another thing that's uh, that's pretty important is just kind of getting clear on really on how to add more value and looking for unique ninja-like ways to kind of create more service. And create more value in the people I work with. I mean, I realize that's not necessarily a core topic or concept, but it's pretty applicable. And if a lot of the people listening to this too really stop and think, you know, how can you give more service, add more value to the people in your lives, to the people who are clients of yours, that can become kind of a whole discipline, a whole academic thing in and of itself, which can be the most fascinating thing in the world too, if you really dive deep. Into looking for ways to kind of expand your contribution.
0: Now, Nick, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So, if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success,
2: what would they be? I think one of the principles, right off the bat, would be to really think about yourself, your background and understand that you probably are more capable than you think. You probably have more going for you in terms of your knowledge, in terms of your experiences, in terms of your strengths as a person and as a professional than you might expect. And I think that far too often on that, we have a tendency to undervalue ourselves when we're certainly quite often much more capable than we'd otherwise expect. So I, I would think that that's one of the principles. I think a second one is the importance of looking beyond yourself, looking at ways to not only make an impact in society, but also to just... Just be more connected, more connected in the sense of, as we were saying a minute ago, giving more service, more connected in the sense of tuning in and picking up information from shows like this, always being, always studying, just really looking for ways to kind of get out of your skin and, uh, you know, make a difference and learn more and think more and think bigger on that. And then I I think a third principle, sort of rounding out the list, would be stay the course. What I mean with this last one, stay the course, is when you're an investor, for example, it's so easy to go onto the sites, the various market sites, Motley Fool, whatever you you follow in terms of investor sites, in terms of money sites, to go onto those sites, even the news sites as well, And get caught up in the day-to-day ticker movements, the breaking news stories, and let that kind of control where your focus is and let it bounce your energies around in terms of energies with what you're working on. But it's so important, especially as an investor, especially as a business owner, to understand, have a vision of where you're going and stay the course, regardless of, what you read when you hit refresh on CNN's page, regardless of whatever flash in the pan news stories come up, to really stay the course and know what you want and pursue it. Because frankly, if you know what you want and you are staying the course like that, chances are it may take longer than you expect, but you'll get what you want and you'll get to where you intend to reach, but you gotta stay the course. Now, Nick, how
0: can my audience learn more about you, uh, your company, and keep informed of all the projects
2: that you're involved with? The first step would be, again, to visit our website, contentcore.net. And to spell that one more time, it's c-o-n-t-e-n-t-c-o-r-p-s.net.
0: Nick, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge around this very unique marketing uh, method and uh, providing so much value for my listeners around this topic.
2: It's been a pleasure, MC. And on your part, keep up the good work with Cashflow Ninja. I really think this is a great show for all of the listeners out there, just in terms of learning more about empowering yourself with wealth and really just creating a future that is happy and prosperous for you.
0: Hi, this is MC Lobsher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the President and Chief Wealth Strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining their capital and investments with a financial vehicle of the wealthy, according to the infinite banking concept. If you are interested in learning more, you can email me at info at and I will send you a copy of Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. Thank you for joining my guest, Nick Raythel, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life so if there's any way that I can provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They've designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. Coffee is a proven product and a $90 billion industry worldwide. Through international coffee farms, you have a chance to own and operate your own half-acre parcels in a specialty coffee farm in Panama, professionally turnkey managed for you. You can download your coffee farm ownership opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward Panama. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on
1: your terms. You have been listening to The Cash Flow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, cashflowninja.com.